What are some good role models for an INTJ in fiction or in real life? I'm C.S. Joseph, and welcome to the C.S. Joseph podcast, uh, where we discuss Jungian analytical psychology in order to improve your life and the life of others around you. Hashtag new intros all the time. You never know what it's going to be. Uh, so yeah, this is an Acolyte question uh, from our Acolyte members that get sent in every month. We do uh, YouTube videos uh, related to their questions. If you'd like to become an Acolyte member, you need to first become a Journeyman member, which is at csjoseph.life forward slash members or csjoseph.life forward slash portal. That all being said, let's get into the question. So INTJs uh, end up... Uh, having a, a difficulty actually picking out role models and i could kind of see why the question was actually asked initially it makes a lot of sense and uh the reason why uh, i think the reason why is is because they get so focused on what they themselves want to do that it's really hard for them to find a, a general role model standard and their te parent is trying to like come up with like a, a one-size-fits-all solution because the intj is the you know, one of the 16 types, if not the one of the 16 types that likes to take shortcuts the most. Whenever a shortcut is available, they will take it, period, in a story, because the triple movement, well, they want it now and they want it fast and they're not going to wait. And uh, patience is definitely not anything an INTJ, like it is not in an INTJ whatsoever. SID even is like, meh, patience, what is that? What value is there in it for me? But INTJs, um, you know, really you have to understand that you have to concern yourself with how to pick a uh, role model before you actually find a role model first and it really comes down to like your purpose in life and the purpose in life of an intj is to master any skill and it's basically to have like this legacy of mastery or skill mastery of some kind of top performance uh to a point uh you know as a result of skill based mastery and the thing is, is that you're going to have to look at other masters. You're going to have to identify other masters of those skills in order for you to have the best skills for yourself as a result, right? And that's that's really the the crux of how to find it. You, you really just go find other people who have mastery and skills and then just find out what they did and see if you can mirror that with your extroverted sensing inferior and then eventually turn that into extroverted sensing aspirational. And then you end up creating on top of what these people have already done based on what you actually want to do, which which is healthy, which is good. The thing is, though, is that because INTJs end up, you know, mastering they they realize in life that they have to focus on one skill because if they don't focus on one skill they will lose it so really so intj's listening to this like when it comes to you know having a role model in your life you really have to make sure you're picking a role model based on what are the actual skills in life that you intend to uh you actually intend to make a priority and this can also be especially difficult for intj women because intj women um, they struggle in a lot of areas. If they're being very uh, career focused, um, they're not exactly going to be readily accepted in the workplace. They're so pragmatic uh, because they're triple pragmatic. They're also triple movement, so they're super fast. And they end up steamrolling people in the workplace. And uh, this can cause them to become social pariahs, uh, you know, in the workplace, you know, women basically, and uh, they're just not as readily accepted. And this is where you get a lot of those people like claiming that, oh, you know, men are sexist in the workplace. Well, they're actually just, you know, 
let's be honest, triple pragmatic INTJ masculine women who just bulldoze people. And that's why they have a bad rap and a bad reputation. And uh, their effie trickster is, is too weak to tell them that they're committing social faux pas in the workplace consistently. But then because they're completely unaware of those social faux pas, they just got to blame, you know, sexism on it instead of actually taking any responsibility themselves for some freaking reason. Masolipsism. Ma fi child superiority complex but uh but it, it becomes an issue and you know because intjs are very prone to taking shortcuts this is one of the reasons why intj women end up you know becoming strippers uh, maybe even um, pimps in some capacity they're not often the ones who are like in the porno films, but the ones arranging the porno films or making arrangements thereof or doing some kind of facilitation, kind of like ENTJ, madams, etc. you know, from a pimping point of view. But the point is I'm trying to make is that INTJ women have it actually a lot harder uh, when it comes uh, to finding good role models in their life because they are masculine. And anytime they actually are trying to be feminine and want to be feminine, they are shat on by society for being feminine. Because guess what, folks? Women are shat on for being feminine. Everyone's trying to condition and train women to be more masculine, and then they do. And then that kind of plays into the ego of the INTJ woman and their natural solipsism, which is self above tribe, because they're very inwardly self-focused as a result. That can cause a major issue. Um, in fact, actually, I have a fantastic quote that I would like to share that was posted on the CSJ Discord earlier. If you want to get on the CSJ Discord, I highly uh, recommend um, you actually um, uh, join. I think the link is in the description of this video uh, down below, so check that out. Get in there. And please realize it can be a little difficult getting onto the Discord server because we require verification. Our Discord gets, people try to attempt to raid it and cause a lot of drama and issues over time. So we have a very nice security system installed uh, to keep the bad people out and keep the community safe. So but anyway, I would like to uh, share a nice little quote that is relevant to this uh, particular uh, video um, for the INTJ women watching it. And it comes from Florence Nightingale. And uh, this is uh, comes from something uh, written by Florence uh, Nightingale in... Uh, um, sometimes in her life, she was born in 1820 and she died in 1910. And uh, it is, quote, women aren't capable of love. Uh, women crave for being loved, not for loving. They scream out at you for sympathy all day long. They are incapable of giving any sympathy in return, for they cannot remember your affairs long enough to do so. They cannot state a fact accurately to one another, uh, nor can that other woman attend to it accurately enough for it to become information. Now, is not all this the result of the want of sympathy? I am sick with indignation at what wives and mothers will do of the most uh, shocking selfishness. And people call it all maternal or conjugal affection and think it pretty to say so. No, no, let each person tell the truth from their own experience. They really don't have sympathy or the ability to empathize because they are always judging everyone and everything as a product on a social value scale that relates to their own egos and bounces off of themselves. There is no capability for genuine feeling. 
This is what I have experienced with women. There is no capability for genuine feeling for other humans or really in general, except when those feelings are for themselves and the other people are just proxies to bounce ideas off of. Wow. Thank you, Florence Nightingale, for exposing female solipsism. And female solipsism is, quite frankly, uh, some of the absolute worst in the INTJ woman within Western society because they are the type that is the most enabled with their FI child superiority complex. Sorry, INTJ women, I continue to beg on you on this area, but I'm so sorry I have to do it because you are just so unaware of your own hypocrisy and your own entitlement, and it is disgusting to the point where I have broken up with many INTJ women throughout um, my uh, my life uh, because I just can't deal with the entitlement. Um, it's funny, interesting. An INTJ ex-girlfriend recently emailed me saying, yeah, sorry about being entitled. And I'm like, well, okay, you're probably still entitled right now and you want me to pretend like you changed? No, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. You know, especially you who are supposedly in a long-term relationship and yet somehow find the reason, find the time to just, you know, email your ex, okay, uh, while in a relationship. Uh, what does that say about your character? You might want to check yourself there. Um, gotta love that FI child superiority complex. So, uh, so finding role models is extremely difficult, especially for INTJ women. They have it extremely, extremely hard because society enables their uh, masculinity, enables their solipsism. And uh, if they're going to look for other female role models, honestly, INTJ women, especially in Western society, they're just not going to find it. I think INTJ women would be better served looking for role models in the Middle East. It sounds crazy. Or Southeast Asia. Uh, basically non-Western society places and also non-Russian China because Russia and China has become very uh, all about this new world order, this new world economic order basically where everything's based on debt and uh, it's not about life, etc. And uh, whereas, you know, the Middle East is still largely about family, so also is Southeast Asia, like in Indonesia, etc. I think finding role models in there for, you know, female role models who are INTJs there are pretty good. But the thing is, is that, again, as an INTJ woman, you need to make it about the skill that you're trying to master. And, you know, a lot of INTJ women in Western society end up getting caught up in mastering masculine skills and don't even master their feminine skills whatsoever. And this is one of the reasons why they end up, you know, spinsters, dog moms, cat moms. By the time, uh, you know, they're 40, et cetera, they're alone, they don't, they're childless, they don't have any family. And they just had this huge amount of bitterness with them, which doesn't actually make them have, you know, remotely qualify or valuable enough to be a mate. And you don't want to be an FI child person with an SI demon living your life that way because it'll just lead to self-destructive uh, tendencies and potentially even suicide uh, because of the nihilism that that INTJ woman would actually experience, which would be terrible and uh, horrible and unjustified, quite frankly, because all of this could have been easily avoided. 
Um, so like a good female role model for an INTJ woman would be an, another INTJ woman who's potentially matron archetype who chose to become a mother and have children before she went through her career. And then she mastered uh, the skills of being a wife and mastered the skills of being a mother before she mastered any skills relating to a career. Now for the INTJ men, obviously the complete opposite uh, is, is necessary. Obviously like not mastering being a woman or being a mother, but be all about their career initially, get their king archetype set up and uh, make it uh, around their one skill. They need to like, you know, just like, uh, for example, it says in the Old Testament, uh, whatever your hands uh, find to do, do it with all of your might, right? So INTJ men, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. And no, I'm not making a masturbation joke when I say that, you snickering people, oh my goodness. Uh, so with that being said, make sure that uh, you make that a priority. You have to find somebody else who is mastering the skills you're interested in and then just do what they do. Um, the, final, the final role model that I'd recommend would be uh, male or female ENT or ENFPs because ENFPs are your pedagogue type and I would also recommend uh, you getting to know ISFJs because they're your superego so having your superego type relationships male and female and your pedagogue type relationships male and female these relationships will help you grow and over time while they may not be a role model for you now they'll become a role model and you would basically become a role model for them over time and that's where you can actually get some personal growth uh, especially as you're on your quest to uh, pick up skills and master skills throughout your life so you can have your legacy of mastery uh, mastery of performance that you are looking for uh, but at the end of the day you know you really are going to learn from fellow INTJs the best. You just got to be like, okay, you know, if I'm an INTJ woman, am I prioritizing my career? Then go emulate. I mean, if you don't want to be a mom, you don't want to have children, even though you're likely to change your mind later anyway and just get screwed over by feminism, but whatever. But let's say you really do want to be career-minded and do all that. Go go find a successful INTJ woman who doesn't care about being a mother or having a family either and do what she did. And then that's pretty much all you have to do. Um, good luck finding the INTJ woman who preferred to be a wife and a mother from the get-go and then worked on her career after that was done, after she was in a committed relationship with a high-value man, etc. Like, good good luck finding that. I'm, I'm sure it exists somewhere, likely the Middle East, uh, but not really in Western society. And then uh, after that, um, you know, men, basically the same kind of advice, um, focus on finding INTJ men who are focused on your skill or your craft, basically, and learn from them. Uh, you can go with authors, etc. But that that's really how you develop role models overall, like as, as an INTJ. So Anyway, folks, uh, thank you very much for watching, and uh, I'll see you guys tonight.